Father, we thank you. We glorify your holy name. Bless us this morning. Even as we come to this mountain, may we have an experience, a life-changing experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Please have your seat. All right. Now, today, and I believe, um, maybe just today or tomorrow, I don't know which one, but I know of today, we are going to start praying for our children. Um, It is important that we do. A lot of people don't know that it is spiritual. You are somebody's child. You that is seated here, you're somebody's child. Somebody gave birth to you. And it will amaze you to know that your experiences of life are somehow connected to your parents, um, a father, a mother. And um, I just want to use a few minutes to lay a scriptural foundation before we begin to pray. Your own father and your own mother has had a life that was somehow connected to their father, their mother. Just as yours is connected to the one you have. There must come a time when some evil transferences cease. One generation must end it. So, I first want to show you that there are things that are passed on to children and things that children do even way before they are born. And the first example is Levi. So I'll begin from Hebrews, the chapter number seven, and uh, pick it from the verse five. And verily, they that are the sons of Levi who received the office of the priesthood have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren. Though they come out of the loins of Abraham, but he whose descent is not counted from them, received tithes 
of Abraham and blessed him that had the promise promises and without all contradictions the less is blessed of the better and here men that die receive tithes but there he receiveth them of whom it is witness that he liveth and as I may so say Levi also who received tithes paid tithes in Abraham Levites Levi also who received tithes he says the writer of Hebrews says paid tithe in Abraham your mind will quickly go back to encounter Abraham had with Melchizedek in the book of Genesis and you will see that Levi was yet unborn and here he was according to Hebrews 7 9 that he paid tithe in Abraham the question now is what were you paying in your father what were you paying in your mother we like to blame people around us we can see now for trouble a trouble b but your problem started way before you were born One day we were fasting, we were at Ngara, and I, I think I had asked that we pray for God to reveal something about our backgrounds or families or something, but we were at Ngara. So I had a dream in the night, and God showed me something about my father. And my mother, I can't remember my father. I can't ever remember him holding me or carrying me. But I, the only thing I, the only memory I have of him was when he was, when we were traveling for his burial, which I didn't know. And when he was laid in state um, with his full police um, uniform. And I, I think I remember because it, it looked nice to me. I was wondering what a nice man is lying down because his cap was there, everything. And then I also remember the gun salutes because it terrified me. I was just eight or nine years old. So I remember that. So, but to think of, there was a man in the house that picked me. Oh, he took me, I have no such memory. Because my mother later told me that your father was never around. He could go for uh, undercover for two years, you know. And um, 
I, I think I was paying in him. Me too, now I'm undercover in. <laughs> uh, you joke with such things. Now I'm undercover also here, you know, uh, because somebody went undercover. I, I was paying part of the undercover price. But I had a dream. And I knew God was communicating something to me. So I spoke to my brother. Perhaps he, he knows something. Senior siblings always know things you don't know. Unless they tell you. You and your brother who is older. <laughs> okay. And you have a big mouth towards him. <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke to my brother I said I had this dream so he was concerned then he told me now nah. he remembers a story my younger sister told him so I should ask my younger sister so I called my younger sister and said I had this dream da, da, da. then my younger sister told me that one day I'm wondering you, how did you come to know this story she went to the market with my <clears throat> mother. And she said she was younger. And my mother pointed to one woman and said, that is your father's girlfriend. I know the question I asked God. Do you understand? I know the question I, or what I wanted to know about my family. So my mother pointed to the woman and said, that, that woman is your father's side um, whatever and <clears throat> she remembers the woman and remembers you see you are, you are, oh, so your father cheated and you, you don't know your own story <laughs> mercy so the what I'm trying to tell you is that there are things you are unaware of. Your, your lack of knowledge doesn't even help to mitigate your problems. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding is part of a um, solution to every problem. You have to know what you're dealing with. But we are not here to pray about you. I'm first of all showing you that you yourself, you've had a kind of life that is as a result of something you paid in your father or paid in your grandfather or paid in your great-grandfather. You paid it as Levi also received tithes, paid tithes in Abraham. Do you understand? And maybe in a few minutes, I hope I have that time, I'll show you also how um, children get affected. Um, maybe in a few minutes. But I have a line of thought I'm following. So, first of all, Levi was in the loins of his great-great-grandfather, Abraham, and he was paying tight. Is that all right? So I'm just trying to settle that first of all. 
and then we can proceed. I don't know if you know this, that the first man to violate God's protocols concerning marriage, God's principles concerning marriage was a descendant of Cain. The first polygamist in the Bible is a descendant of Cain. And he had the same I don't care attitude as Cain. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to that right now. He had the same nonchalant attitude as Cain. Which led him to, or maybe I can go there, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we can go there. Genesis chapter 4. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife and she conceived and bare, and I want you to follow the names, Enoch. And bear Enoch, that's the first, and he builded a city and called the name of that of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Irod, and Irod begat Mehujael, and Mehujael begat Methusael, and Methusael begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives. It's even though the Bible is in front, you've never seen it in your Bible. The first polygamist, he took unto himself two wives. The name of the one was Ada. She was from Nigeria. <laughs> and uh, Agatha's granddaughter. And the name of the other, Zila. And Adabajabal. He was the father of such as dwelt in tents. And of such as have cattle. <laughs> you have to ask yourself why you like Masai's. Maybe you are, you can, we can trace you to Jabal. <laughs> and his brother's name was Jubal. My nephew is called Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. And Zila, she also bare Tubal Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron, and the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nama. 
And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. <laughs> I think this every husband should talk in the house. Hear ye my voice. Anytime you want to talk, you talk like you are in the Bible. <laughs> Mercy. Hear ye my voice. Ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech. Look at it. For I have slain a man to my wounding. And a young man to my head. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech, seventy and seven. <laughs> you get the point now this is the direct descendant of Cain his 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 great grandfather committed murder this guy he brought polygamy and murder and then he he came up with his own punishment God was punishing Cain seven, okay, me, 70 and sevenfold. Yes, I don't know if this is where Jesus speaks, there's the measure of forgiveness, daily forgiveness. I don't know if this is where he picked it from. I've always wondered. Yes, if thy brother sin against thee and he goes and come and says, forgive me, Jesus said you forgive them 70 times seven isn't it so i don't know if jesus picked it from here but obviously i'm just showing you that this is it nothing is said about about um maybe whatever took place in lamech's birth and all that but when your actions in life begins to resemble and they are carbon copy of the person who came before you it stands to reason that something took place for you why are they not saying irad killed this person they are saying lamech do you understand why are they not saying mahujel mahujel killed this person they are saying lamech so something happened are you listening to me and that you are now guilty of the sins of your fathers. Amen? So, it is important that we pray for children. Now, Proverbs 20 verse 7. The just man walketh in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. Was your father a just man? You will be blessed after him. <laughs> Uh, 
But was your father an unjust man? <laughs> no one wants to answer that one. <laughs> so you will be cursed after him. You don't have children. I give the first scripture of Hebrews 7 9 for a reason. You may not currently have children, but you will someday. That's why as we even live and move, our life should be guided by the fact that we are carrying our children runabout. Some of you, if God doesn't forgive you and heal you and deliver you, I say forgive you, heal you, and deliver you, you will give birth to a child that can lie and even lie and take hell from Satan. As you lie, your children are lying with you. If Hebrews 7 9 is anything to go by, as you lie, as you cheat, as you steal, as you kill, as you. I'm just. I'm, you see, let me just talk the scriptures. You, you are carrying on your activities with your children. You had no intent to be a drunkard or to ever drink. But you see, unknown to you, you drank before. In, let me now make it sound somewhere. In your unconscious state, you drank before. You drank with your mother. You drank with your father. You, you had no idea. Are you listening to me? <laughs> when did the programming start? It started before you were born. And you see, nobody was there to pray for you. Before you even came forth. Nobody. When John the Baptist was. When, um, when Jesus was in the womb of Mary. And. She was visited by. Elizabeth. Something. I, even theologians can't explain. Right, took place. Luke records that incident when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary. So it was Mary that went to see Elizabeth. The Bible says the babe lived in her womb, and then instantly Elizabeth was filled with. The Holy Ghost. That should tell you that spirits can enter. I think I've even jumped my teaching. Spirits can enter the womb while a child is there. 
So depending on when your mother was pregnant, where the places she went, your own was in the club. So the spirit of lust, partying, whatever, entered you when you were in the womb. Is it? Don't joke with what I'm teaching you. Now we're talking about you, but in essence, we're actually coming to pray for our children. Yes. It shows that that's why the rabbis, the rabbis, and if you read um, rabbinical materials, they said that, that this is what the rabbis believe. Remember the story of um, Rebecca, right? When she had the twins in her womb. And she was very discomforted. Um, at, they were fighting the, or whatever was happening inside her womb or the pregnancy. She couldn't. So she went to inquire. And then she was told that there are two nations in your womb and two manner of people. And she got a prophecy for the elder and the younger. Right? You remember? The rabbis, they say that whenever that discomfort she felt was because whenever Rebecca was going out and she passed by a place where they were having party is when she felt the discomfort. Now, at that time, that is Esau now. Excited. Mama, let's enter that place. <laughs> Mama, go in there. And then now you can see the life Esau had when he came into time. He was a fornicator. This guy just married women left and right. And he married women that he knew that his father and his mother don't like. I'm I'm talking to you about what the rabbis or Judaism, what they believe. Then when she passes by a place of worship, there was another struggle. Now that's Jacob, excited And all this, what you need to know is that when you are in the womb, you are in an unconscious state. You have no consciousness. That's why none of us remembers our time of nine months in prison. Did you understand? And then when you're also born for a couple of years, you're still, you you now have... um, your subconscious, do you get it? And then, to some extent, you're still in an unconscious. You can't remember your two years. You can't remember your three years. Yeah, only the witches remember even from five years going up. <laughs> do, do you understand? Yes. And lately, children born now, the Briley generation, they remember so much earlier. Yes, but generations gone by could barely remember to maybe after 12 or 11, 10, 11 going. Do you understand? So, the rabbis believe that when they get to a place of worship also, 
there was another um, struggle in her womb. And this time it's Jacob, you know. And maybe at that time Esau is not happy that they are taking him by church. So there was a lot of struggle. That's what the rabbis believe. But now you can see clearly how the two turned. One had a firm belief in spiritual things, Jacob. And the other, Esau, lived a a profligate life. He loved partying. Do you understand? And he loved food. He loved partying and he loved food. Somehow, last fun goes with food. That's where some of you acquired your appetite from. Do you understand? Yes. That people can't fast is because they've lived a particular life of having sex. When you have sex, you eat a lot. Yes. So, that's where many people got this insatiable appetite from. That they can't devote a time and seek the face of God. Are you listening to me? People are looking at me like I'm teaching a strange doctrine. And the things I'm saying to I'm supporting with scripture. Huh. 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 Where is he? So, that's, that was, I think, um, a digression. Back to my scripture in Proverbs. Okay, I got a few minutes. The just man walketh in his integrity. So his children are what? Blessed after him. Mercy. It should matter to you how your children will turn out. Do you understand? Yes. It should matter to you how your children will turn up. It should matter to you. Some of you have had parents who didn't care whether you turned out as criminal an armed robber a murderer yeah, they don't care they, they don't even care where you fall down and die but that shouldn't be you you should care yes you should care and some of you you were aided by your parents to continue in nonsense you had parents who were sponsors of your foolishness and stupidity. Do you understand? That even makes matters worse. No parent here should aid their children on a bad road. Proverbs 17 verse 6. Children's children... Ah, the crown of old men. 
and the glory of children are their fathers. Children's children are the crown of old men. And the glory of children are their fathers. This, the latter part of this scripture, is the number one reason why you should never bring a child into this world without a father. Why, pastor? It's because the glory of children are their fathers. So those of you planning that, me, I'm tired. I just need a mubaba. I just need a man to give me a child. You are a fool. You are a gawoo, serious gawoo. The glory of children are their fathers. Look into your family. You see cousins who have had children without their fathers, sisters, brothers who've had children. Listen, if you flippantly disregard God's word, you create a chain of reaction that goes way, 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 way years down the line. You have created a problem in your own lineage. That's why he said children's children are the crown of old men. This message is not tough to hear in an environment where the culture is to marry and give birth. It's harder to hear in an environment where people just give birth flippantly because you can open your legs. So it becomes harder for you and I look like an enemy. Meanwhile, I'm not your enemy. So many young men around here in church have children with one girl somewhere and they are not even responsible. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. And the problem, you see, maybe we don't think closer to how God thinks. That's the problem. The larger problem of society starts with the small unit of the family. If you get this family aspect wrong, the society will get it wrong. So if so many children had a father in their life, they would turn out right. The society will be much better. But right from the foundation of family, everything was gotten wrong. So you had a grandfather who lived with a woman. He never married. His, his children, that is now your father, are the ones who went now to your great-grandmothers who shall go to pay dowry 20 years after your great-grandfather died or your grandfather died.
And when you try to bring correction to the church, you see Mumu church members who are resisting the message. Stanley looking at me like, yeah, you can't control my spam. I can control your spam. You, 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 it shouldn't even cross your mind that you do that nonsense. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it shouldn't cross your mind that you do that nonsense. Right? As the message is coming, you are making serious decisions. I will live my life this way. I will only do this on the basis of this and on that and on that. You start making serious decisions of your life. If your mother raised you a single child, a single parent, you should make a decision. I won't raise mine that way. So, like I said before, I'll go back to what I said. There must be a point where you cut off the evil flow into your bloodline. Somebody has to rise up. Do you understand? Yeah, somebody has to rise up. Tell yourself, I'll be the first person to do wedding. Of course, we know that your cousins are giving back like pigs all around. Your cousin has five children. Each has a different father. We know that. Stop acting like you come from the royal family where... Let's, let's be serious here. <laughs> Sometimes you even confuse your cousin's baby's uh, fathers. You, you, you call this one, oh, Baba, and then you say, no, no, this one is for... You are corrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your father lived with a woman he didn't marry. Do you understand? You see that your other brothers are doing the same, or your other sisters are doing the same. It's a seed somebody has sown into the bloodline. And I'll say it again. Somebody must rise up and say, I want to cut off that evil flow. It's not an easy message to listen to, but I mean, I gotta teach it. What kind of a pastor will I be? I gotta teach it. <laughs> you don't have a problem. You gotta listen. You're here anyway. If you knew we were coming to talk about this, you have been sleeping by now. Yes. You know that lately the church pictures, I have taken interest in the church pictures. Yes. They reveal a whole lot to me about people who call themselves my shepherds. I see their reactions when I'm teaching. Yes. And let's have more of such pictures because those images I'm seeing will never leave my mind about how you are. Yes. If you have the the effrontery to frown at, you see, the teaching of God's word, eh? can never suit you. It can never suit me. Yes. There are things I can be saying. Every pastor, maybe when 
okay, I'm coming to point to pastors. No, now, you yourself, you have become a shepherd. You have stood in front of a group of people and you've taught them. There are times you are teaching something and you know that, Charlie, I'm guilty. That's how impartial God's word is. It cuts this way, cuts that way. You know, you have to pay tithe. You last paid tithe two years ago. Then you are standing there and when you're, you just know that, that even as you're giving, the thing is dealing with you. It can never make you happy. If the, word, the teaching of God's word made you happy, then we are selling ice cream here. So those of you who are into faces, showing displeasure. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yes, there's evidence. There's evidence to show. Maybe someday moving forward you repent and be a correct shepherd, maybe someday moving forward, you may repent and say, I want to be serious and I want to flow. Maybe someday, maybe not. But if you do, and then it so happens that one day you have to be made a pastor and you come for interview, I'll show you the picture. I say, explain this. Hmm. <laughs> explain this. Yes. so maybe don't repent at all yeah and maybe don't start flowing at all and maybe as you already are don't desire to amount to much in the vision of this church yes don't i'm a leader and i know what i'm trying to build yes so give me the nlt of this I don't like the way the morning time flows by. Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Yeah. When I go to pick my son from school, there's a way he's happy. Yes. When I go and drop them in the morning in school, there's a way they are happy. Is it? But oh no, it's all right. I know you, you're not looking for any of such nonsense. Yeah, you, you just want to produce. Since you can't pee your leg, you want to produce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to school and then your your daughters. Made to say, Tatian, your, your, your daddy has come. Their daddy, they are happy. Hmm? Stano, you are supposed to be the pride of one child. Yes. Then you see Koana, all he wants to do is to donate them and walk away from the sperm. And you think God, God can't be happy with that. Yes, because that this is what he's made it. As I'm here now, my son is growing. You know, my daughter is growing. Then they'll marry. Then they'll have children. 
and I look at me, I have produced two generations. Do you get it? So now it becomes a crowning glory of the aged. And you see, I, I have shown you so much that whatever decisions all of you are making is on. Yes, I've shown you bishops. And then, as I've shown you bishops, I've shown you their children. You've seen them. You've seen how their children have been raised up. They went to school. They've done this. They've married. Glory. Now, having seen all, you, you're busy falling in love with an area hoodlum. If you don't even want much for yourself, can't you think of your generation? The only person you can fall in love with is the area hoodlum that terrorizes everybody because you want to give birth to uh, um, armed robbers in your lineage. The only person you are falling in love with is a striptease girl. Because you want to produce future prostitutes. It's now now hotter. (laughs) And I'm showing you that there are things that are passed on unaware to us. Yes. So, praying for our children is important all right i don't fall down even though they are praying for i know the people praying for me to fall down (laughs) here's the hoodlum crew (laughs) there are points of Entry for demons into children. And mind you, these things are happening at a time when someone is helpless. Um, in the womb. Um, in the womb. Few months of birth. I remember one... Um, satanic agent I delivered in my fellowship many years ago. She told me a story of how she she got initiated into the marine world and became a mami water. So the points of entry are the senses that is what they see what they hear, what they touch, what they eat. But I'm going to explain. So she said, on the night of her birth, like the night she was giving birth to, and I think that's what guarded how I secured my children when they were coming forth. I made sure that, I think that experience guarded my decision. So, I made sure that the day of each of my children's birth, I was standing right there. I was in the room. I saw them coming out. 
I held them first. Do you understand? There was a midwife who was very old. But apparently she was an agent for the marine world. So she said that it was her time to go. That is a woman's time to go. And normally, spirits are also inheritances. Witchcraft is it an inheritance. Yes. Once your family has one witch, there will always be, yes, it will be passed down. So spirit, the same way the anointing is an inheritance, yes. Witchcraft is also an inheritance. Do you understand? Your current family witch was not the original witch. Yes. She got it passed down to her or passed down to him. So this midwife, she said she remembers it. And how that was possible, I can't understand. But she said the woman, when she received her at birth, took her to the court, spat saliva into her mouth, like the process of transferring the spirit before she would die was she spat um, spit into her mouth and closed it, and that was it. She said from that moment, from that moment, she could see clearly. She said her parents thought she's just a baby. No. She said at night when they are all asleep, she would get up. Yes, and do her activities. All right. And she spoke of several things she did, how she was instructed to destroy the father's um, spare parts business. I mean, if you're talking of those years and a man is doing spare parts business, he is a rich man, and how everything went. She, and she said she was sent to do it. And she said she would get up when they're all asleep now and walk around and do her, um, the instructions given to her. So when I heard that and I later married, I made sure that I was there when these pekins were popping out. Do you understand? Yes. So that no midwife (laughs) would try to do anything. Yes. Then I dash home. After their birth, I hang around, dash home, shower. It's, sometimes it's a whole night affair. And then I'm back. Yes. I remember um, when the twins were coming. At what time I went and dropped Opudo in town to go home. We were at the hospital the whole night. Yes. And I went. I don't know if Jacinta was with us. Was she with us? There was another one of your sisters who was with Opudo. I don't know. Was it you? It was another one, eh? Ah, uh, yes. So, me, I'm a master of that experience. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were traversing that hospital, yes. And later, I think it was quite in the night, must be, yes. And when I went and dropped. So, those children are my babies. Yes, I can chop at them. <laughs> Mercy. So, I believe in what happens even surrounding the birth. You can joke with it for your... You, you toy with it. 
Yeah. Your wife is going to give birth, then you so I'll I'll come and see you later. Don't don't be an idiot. Kwan, I'm talking to you. Don't be an idiot. I'm talking to you. You are the two of you. Don't be an Go with your your especially if you are the prayerful type. Do you get it? If you're the prayerful type, yes. Because there are even women who go and they never go back home. Do you understand? Yes. So we have quite an irresponsible generation of today. Yes. Men who don't care, you know, can't be there when a child is being born. You know, we have quite an irresponsible generation of young men, you know. And that is because it has been passed down to them. Yes. And it's embedded in them. Just make her pregnant and that's it. Eh? So... If you put it there, be there when they are removing what you put there. Stano, I'm talking to you. Don't say I'm going to work. I hope it goes well with you. Go there. Go there. Yes. Me, I preach. I finish. One of them, I, I preach. In fact, actually, the two of them. From church. I left them in the church straight to the hospital. And was there all night. My, my daughter was born five minutes after midnight. Yes, I wanted her born on Tuesday. Like me. So, uh, she was born five minutes after midnight. I was right there. It was, it's a whole night affair sometimes, depending on when they decide to come out. And you must be there. Yes. Either talking to them, come out now. Come out now. Come out now. If they choose not to come out because they don't like your voice, you'll be there till whenever time they come out. And you'll be the first to see them. Yes. So, for me, both of them, I was there to see them coming out. Yes. When my daughter came out, she was looking very ugly. I've never seen an ugly child like that before. I was disappointed I was even there. Apparently, I think all girls come out very ugly. Yes. Boys come out very fine. Yeah, <clears throat> you, can argue, you can argue about what I'm saying but go and talk to your mother you'll see when you came out they said hey what a creature yeah. <laughs> you mean I've been carrying this ugly thing inside when my daughter came out I, I was not impressed at all because I've always assumed that girls will come out so beautiful you know you want to hold them and not put them down yeah yeah what I saw, I was impressed. Yeah. I, and I, I started, I was angry somehow. I was just looking at my wife like, this is what you can bring. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I remember she asked me, are you okay? I just didn't want to tell her she's ugly. <laughs> I, I just couldn't. So I went home. Then as the days were going... She was changing by the day. Yeah. And then I started becoming happy. <laughs> uh, how can you tell if you are not there to see such an experience? Yeah. Right now, if I tell the two of them, you, you, when you came out, when my son came out, he was beautiful. Yes. Very fine. Hey, I was happy. Then when the girl came, ah, the one I was waiting for, and she was the one I was, I wasn't waiting for my son, I was waiting for her. Hmm. Oh, I was so dis- it was anti-climax. 
Hey, oglito. <laughs> Complete oglito. Hey. I was like, in, in fact, in my head, I was like, hey, this is what I'm going to live with with the rest of my life. Yes. I, then, day two, day three, she came out red, like red soil. And then it started changing. Then I started becoming more happy. Yes. <laughs> Sit. Mercy. Anyway, so for that young lady, that's how she got initiated. Yes. Imagine you're coming into the world for the first time. And then you're being taken into another world immediately. Do you understand? So, the reason we pray for our children is because children are seeing things. Whether you're aware of it or not, they are hearing things. They are touching things. And all those senses are the means by which demons, evil spirits comes into these children. I keep telling all of you, children that are raised and brought up in church are different. You may not appreciate it, but it's the truth. That's also because of the presence also does something on these children. When you withdraw your children from God's presence, some of you, you can tell the truth. You see the level of truancy. You see how deviant they are becoming. And when children, and you bet, you, it's better they have that Holy Spirit influence before they get to a certain stage. After which, if you like, bring them. At, at that time, the young man is already, his future ambition is to be an arm robber. If you ask him, what do you want to do in, in life? He'll tell you, I want to be an arm robber. Yes. I watched some of the ch- children they bring to our church from Kayole. Uh, Kware, or Kware, is it Kware? When they come, as young as they are, they look like they can take on any man. And you'll be surprised. They've never stepped foot in a church before. One young boy was brought from there. And it's, I am shocked. I left my office. And I passed here going to the washroom. So I saw them here. And I greeted them. I like to say hi to them. And I, so I noticed him. I enter there. When I'm returning to my office, Mukami says, someone, I saw somebody enter. And this one is a a fearful mumu. Always afraid. Uh, But you should see her when she's commanding men. Anyway. I saw somebody. You saw somebody in the office. Why don't you go and say, who is that? Who is is there? 
I don't want to die. You see, some of you, you, you are like, you are loyal. You are not. If anything happens, you will run and never look back. The other day I came here, she told me, she met me right at the gate. So there's a strange man that has entered the church. And the man is also cleaning the, the seats. Ah, strange man has entered here. And you are here waiting. Okay, so if I came at 9 o'clock, uncle. So right, I didn't even enter my office. I marched straight from the door to see. And I saw the man was cleaning the seats here. So before I got to the man, I started asking him, why are you cleaning the seats? I go closer. I said, ah, it is Charles. <laughs> and at that time, after she saw me, she was holding a metal. <laughs> I only saw the metal after we realized who it was. Then she was holding metal. Oh, nonsense. <laughs> I came, this, I saw the boy here. I went that way. Came back that way. I was thought, ah, there's somebody in the office. Someone has entered. I enter and there's this boy behind my desk holding my phone. Ah. His level was on another level. I said, hey, what are you doing here? He said, oh, I came to greet you. So what happened is, he saw that, uh-huh, I'm um, a talker. So he replaced me in the office, looking for whatever. Unfortunately, I think before he could, he was first checking out the phone well. Yes, I think before he could unplug it and hide it. So <laughs> I entered the young, I'm talking of this height or something, holding the phone. And when I he didn't even look terrified. Normal. Normal. He just told me, oh, I came to greet you. But I remembered I greeted him when I was going to the washroom. Now, what is the hope of such a child outside of the influence of the Holy Spirit? Yes. small child, you can't, you are even afraid of small child entering office. (laughs) If we catch a thief in this church, like somebody, anyway, let me talk for myself because this young man, I don't know. Bishop Frank told us a story when we were in Mozambique, the compound where they had their church, you know, they had this gang that was always entering, stealing church equipment. You know? They stole cameras he bought from the U.S. Hey. So one time, they caught one of the faithful came to steal. Oh. What they dished out to the thief, the gang leader had to come and plead for the life of his member. Yes. And from that time, he told the gang members, don't go there. Yes. Never. So, rather, they even started watching over the compound. They literally almost would have killed them. Yes. 
If you are a church and you think that angels are protected, angels are not here to watch light or TV. When we get a thief, we must teach them a lesson that they will never forget. Holier than thou, like Kohana, can say, Oh, me, I don't want any. Yeah, but come and see me that day. Yes. Me, I'll look for a wood with a nail. That's what I will use to chopper you. Yes. If you have ever been dealt with by these people, when you catch them, you won't be merciful to them. Me, I'll look for a wood with, with a nail. Yes. When I use it here, and you can't walk ever again, you see that you have resigned from the ministry of armed robbery. The time we were doing the 21 days, I had a dream that we were attacked from this side. They climbed up and we caught them. I think Kelvin is the only one I told or some, someone. And, yeah, and I told them to become vigilant. Yes, I saw they, they used a stair and entered this way. And we pursued them. Yes. Me, I'm not. We will pursue you. Yes. Even if you're a church member, we'll pursue you. If you bring my size here to do, in a, we'll pursue you and all of them. Hey. <laughs> even though the church becomes easy target. Yes. I even expect that when we close church, the men of the church, if you're going and you see one of our members is attacked, you should, all the men should rally and you, so that once they see, oh, they are from church, nobody goes near them because they have received pre-advanced warning that we, even as a church, we will deal with you. Yeah. I think the other day I was blessed to see that the police have started parking their car at the runabout. I don't know if it's something they now do all the time, but so, um, and I was happy. Maybe they've noticed something. So with that presence, they'll move to another area. <laughs> yeah. So grandchildren are the crown. So th- those are the senses. And children are watching things right now. You have no idea. You know. And through those senses, things enter our children. Now, some of us, the reason we are into pornography is when you were in your mother's womb, she was watching porn. And you were watching porn with her. <laughs> I'm teaching. Do you understand? Imagine your mother was watching porn when you were in the womb. Okay, I, 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 I don't know why you are the way you are right now. Listen, the baby in the womb of Elizabeth leaped for joy. What do you think you were doing when your mother was excitedly watching pornography? You two, you were leaping for joy. So that thing has been programmed into your subconscious mind until one day another foolish boy whose mother was also watching pornography when he was in the womb showed you a video and then your subconscious mind connected to what you were called to do in this life and started the journey now into pornography 
If it's not there, it's not there. I'm telling you the truth. So those are the points of contact. So like now, you were programmed through your mother's eyes. Oh yeah? Like for example, if you were in your mother's womb and your mother ate a food dedicated to idols. You understand? The blessed Uji for the family Nyoka. She drank it on top of you. So many things I can say to you. But I know how some of you are thinking, oh, he has come here to terrify us. Your life already is terrified. (laughs) Amen? Now, children also are affected when they are in the womb. Like the places, the strange places your mother goes to can affect you. And I handled that a while back. All right? Yeah. If your mother used to go for party, mm, she danced with you in the stomach. It looks like something Odo will do. Like dance with a big stomach all night long. You understand? And then you are now born. You are, you are, you are hearing worldly music in the womb. And you're enjoying yourself with your mother. Hmm. There are some parents who drink when they are pregnant. Yes, they take guineas, they take gin, they take vodka, they take beer, they drink all kinds of things. Are babies supposed to come out clean? No. That's a nonsense argument. (laughs) No baby is supposed to come out clean. You never came out clean. Even those who took the guineas, are you sure the babies came out clean? Nature has its ways. Do you understand? Yeah. You see, your mother should have told you that I just wanted guineas. I was craving for guineas. That's it. Now, the presence of alcohol at a time a child is in the subconscious state, what do you think the programming is? And don't forget that wine is spirit. Alcohol is spirit. That is why the behavior of a drunk is the same as the behavior of somebody filled with the Holy Ghost. So some of you, you started talking rubbish when you were in the womb. (laughs) I don't know what my mother was drinking when I was in the womb. I don't know. Yeah. So... The womb, in the womb, the places maybe your parents went. You understand? If they went to talk to Babalao, yeah. If they went for all these parties, <laughs> this child was awake in the womb. <laughs> he wasn't just born. <laughs> he came out angry. He was angry in the womb. 
<laughs> Imagine your father, you are seeing your son for the first time, and he's looking at you like that. You, I, I gotta get you. <laughs> you just run. <laughs> This one is an ancestor. <laughs> this one is an ancestor. Hey, women carry things though. Imagine this, what you carried for nine months. <laughs> hey, sh- yeah. <laughs> anyway, then the next thing also is fear insecurity as well as physical and sexual abuse this is how sometimes lives are dysfunctionally programmed do you understand so praying for your children is important to deliver them from such If I have my own way, okay, let me not say. (laughs) Mercy. Yeah. Anyway, so I want us to pray for our children born and unborn. Yeah. You know, because we live in this environment that everything looks jejeje, don't think that people don't go to witch doctors or submit themselves to these diabolical rituals. They do. Yes. (laughs) They do. Do you understand? They do. One source we also forget is some children are a gift from spirit. Yes, I've forgotten that one. Yes, some children are a gift from spirits. You may not believe it, but it's true. The woman couldn't give birth and she went to the water and asked for a child. Or she went to a muganga and she was given a child. Yes. Normally, those children, they always grow up with dreadlocks. Yes, normally. Normally. Yes. They always grow up with dreadlocks. Yes. Because they are a gift from the gods or the spirits. Yes. What a gift. They give children. Yes. Muganga, they give children. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay, if you, you, you are not giving birth and you come to church and I start praying for you, right? You're looking for a child. Yeah. They also do the same thing. Yeah. They do rituals so that you can conceive and give birth. So that child is forever tied to that altar. Yes.
they can. They can. Yeah. Some of you, your stubbornness must be investigated. <laughs> you could, l- and the way you think of murder, there are people who sit in church and they think of murdering me. Yes. We should ask if you are a child of a babalao. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some children I give, I, 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 won't, I almost forgot that. Yes. Your mother went, she was giving something, and they told her to do this or that, and then you were conceived. Yes. Such children, from the wet go, they always have dreadlocks. Hmm? He told you. When you were born. Mm. So it's likely your mother passed somewhere. Strong. Mm. And you've had this prophecy. And you've had it. And you are not serious. <laughs> and because that, that could be the genesis of your... And if you deal with it, then that's all. You, Charlie, you're on. In fact, was it yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Let me not say it here. I want to tell you something. Yeah. If you have that prophecy, you just battle it out. Yes. Until Charlie. <laughs> have you seen babies with dreadlocks? <laughs> they are coming from somewhere. If I want you to go, ask for your baby picture. <laughs> Some of you look like you were baby Rastafarians. <laughs> Rise up on your feet. <laughs> if you're a young man, Listen to this one. It's not for the women. If you're a young man, never marry a fearful woman. Yes. Never marry a fearful woman. (laughs) And I'm talking of fearful as in fearful being her nature. Listen to why I'm saying that. Fear opens the door to bigger spirits. I will never allow a woman who is fearful to carry my children. You bring me troubles. Yes. Fear. Fear. So right in your womb, your children are already pro- problematic beginnings. Look at warrior Odul. If she carries them, no door is going to open to me. Ah, no, 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 no. Fear, fear. This one door called fear 
it opens the door for many other things. So, some children are born, they're even growing up, and you see them, and they are timid. They're timid. And when they are timid, what happened during their years when they, they are helpless? What tampered with them in that state of fear and all that? Timid. That's why so many young men grow up to be useless. And when they even come to church and I'm trying to repair, they won't allow me. You see them, take your, these days I'm not forcing them. They can do their hakietu. Me, I'm watching you. And if you know me very well, you see, I have the power to just watch. Me, I can watch for four years. Yes. I can watch for four years. I don't know why I didn't go into National Geographics. That's why I should be in, uh, in my career. I just watch the animals until we capture what we are looking for to capture. Uh, that's it. I have that patience to just... Because sometimes I'm telling myself, ah, I want to see where this is leading to. Yeah. And none of you can kill me. I don't even think it. Tobias, I'm talking to you. None of you can kill me. Yeah. I can tell you that Tobias's mother was a fidgety, fearful woman. Yes. Oh. Choose them well, oh. Yes, Tobias, choose well. Mm. <laughs> choose them well. Amen. Amen, church. Amen, church. By the way, LP. These books are just a dirty book. You can't hold them to even do anything. They are always dusty. Let them pack them for me. This, this is, you touch a book, that is, they put them here. I don't know. I, I, anyway, let me not talk. Everything will lead to where it's leading to. Yesterday when I touched a book to give an example, my hands were dirty and I hate nothing more than to have dust on my hands. If you like, get angry. I'll chopper you. I, I saw a horse whip. I want to order for it. <laughs> when they are behaving, I enter the studio with my horse whip. <laughs> I saw a horse whip. I think I'm going to order for it. <laughs> Some people, they don't need normal cane. They need a horse whip. Yes. <laughs> Mercy. Anyway, so I want us to pray. Whew. 
Do you want to pray for your children or not? Me, I want to pray for mine. I have two. I want to pray for them. Yeah. And if you give birth to any other, you pray for them. <laughs> Present and future. <laughs> you understand? Yes. If you don't have any, still pray. Huh. Don't say, well, I wish this prayer topic you would have um, asked those who wants to give birth to come, if I was you. If I was you. What we are doing is a spiritual thing. Yes. Children are going to come out of you. Say amen. I said children are going to come out of you. Yeah. So you better take this seriously. If I get angry, we would pray for children for three days. Yeah. Because I'm telling you. The future is not looking too nice with the generation that is coming after us. Yeah, it's not looking too, too okay. You know, it amazes me how children, I mean, we are all here. Do you understand? We are all in church. Then somebody gets up, doesn't tell anybody goes and enter a music video doesn't enter anybody keeps quiet until you discover that Charlie you're not just dealing with normal Maasai girls they also do other activities it's the same way somebody can be in church looking and the person is a murderer If they can do this, they can do that. (laughs) I said, if they can do this, they can do that. You see, that ability to maneuver, slither, you slither and maneuver. And then do strange things that will come to light but die. Is what makes you a dangerous person. And that is the nature of children. So always praying for your children. I pray for my children. Yes, I pray for my children. The fact that I'm even a pastor makes it worse. I pray for them. Archbishop has a son. That's even a perfect example. I mean, if I, me, you think we are praying. We don't pray. We don't pray. I said we don't pray. We don't pray. You and me, we don't pray. If you're looking for a prayer warrior, you're looking at Archbishop. Since I've known Archbishop's ministry, in the church, in his mansion there's 24 hours that's why you see that the pastors around him when they speak they all have that deep growl 
is because you pray for hours. You pray until prayer prays you. I don't know how to describe it. And he's had wonderful children, but one of them isn't turning out so well. Do you understand? Yeah. Either he has this schizophrenia, he gets all those attacks, then the day of um, um, social media now, you know. The other day he went and sang a song with one artist, um, one of these uh, rappers, female rappers with uh, big watermelons who dresses in a very... They, do, they did a song together. And that artist is even um, a pastor's daughter. Ah, my story is correct. She is also a pastor's daughter and she, he, an archbishop's son. And they have sung a song. I, I was showing Pastor Edu, um, yeah, don't judge me. Do you understand? Yes. And the things he's done on social media. So I'm just telling you that this is the son of an archbishop. What's your title? Eh? 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 <laughs> yes. This, she is a pastor's daughter. And the thing she was saying in the music video. You know? And then now this, and they, they did collabo. And then the other day, I mean, I think his things came again and he was going, he said he was going to Lagos to visit his girlfriend. <laughs> and he got to the Togo border and um, his father made sure they stopped him. Hey, you must have a powerful father. He's, I, I think it's just, when I heard the story, me, of what he was saying, nonsense, I liked one fact, that you have a father whose one phone call will do wonders. Yes, I want to be that kind of a father. <laughs> Where I can call the president and say, I, I, uh-huh, that kind of a father. <laughs> yes, stop that idiot over there. Yeah. And they stopped him at the border. He waited for three hours until his father's personal security guys came and picked him from there straight to the hospital. Yes. <laughs> You needed somebody to pick you from among the cows and the Maasai's. <laughs> you know? Anyway, when I tell you, so me as I stand here, I don't know what will become of my children. That's why I believe in the fact that praying for them is of utmost importance. Yeah. Some of you. Um, sisters or men here, whatever is happening to you now, you may not know, but it's also happening to your children. Unborn. Yes. It's happening to your children unborn. Amen. So it must be one of the things you take seriously. You know. God help us. Say amen. God help us, even that you can't say amen. amen. Let's lift up our voice and give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. And even bringing this revelation to us. Yes, lift your voice, begin to thank the Lord for 
his mercies and that he has remembered not just you but he's remembered your generations to come lift your voice give him thanks praise him worship him the guy there is angry. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Especially if you have the sense of right and wrong. 
Do you get it? If you have the sense of right, if you are the father of um, a homosexual male son, do you get it? You can never enjoy your son as God would have you. Now, some of you, the reason you need to pray this prayer is before you became spirit-filled, tongue-talking, you had a desire to be a lesbian. You had a desire to be a bisexual person. Right? When Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested and he and the father were going through all that, one of the days the father said to him that he doesn't blame him and he felt partly responsible. He told him that he too in the past have had such edges the son is a full-blooded murderer killing all that he said he's had the edges before also just that in his case he never acted on the edges so what does that tell you it means that the thing was passed down somehow sub unconsciously sub into the subconscious i don't know how but he without control because his mother was prayerful so maybe it could be the reason i'm talking of jeffrey's father or jeffrey's grandmother he was she was prayerful so maybe the reason the father didn't act on his edges but the grandson did i listen to me so you as you're praying you also deal you're also somebody's child you may have to pray for yourself as you pray for your children and for your children's children. I listen to me. I listen to me. I listen to me. So you you have to understand if you happen to be the father of a drug addict, you will be prevented from enjoying your son. It's not nice though. If you happen to be the father of a prostitute, you will be prevented from enjoying your daughter as you should. Are you listening to me? So, praying for this. If you have children now, pray for them. Yet, pray for them. Unborn, pray for them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Some of you will be guilty for your children's becomings. Yes. What you pass down to them, which you didn't deal with. You are here and your desire is to have foursome. And you keep entertaining the thought of the day your dream will come to pass. They understand and that's now what you will pass on to a child who becomes wild and out of control to mm. bass kill it before it kills your children <laughs> Fantasies start killing them now. Yes, 
Some of you, you are into the ministry of fantasies. MOF. <laughs> ministry of fantasies. Yeah. But I think we are on a good course praying for our children. And maybe perhaps we also pray for the children of, of this nation and beyond. Do you understand? Actually, the thing is wild. Our Satan is on a crusade. Is on a crusade. So lift up your right hand. We're going to pray this prayer. Amen. Say, Father, I bind every spirit contrary to the spirit of God that shall endeavor to prevent me from enjoying my children. Children born and yet unborn. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and begin to pray right now. Pray, 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 pray. Every spirit of God contrary to the spirit of God that will prevent me from enjoying my children, my children that are born, my children that are yet to be born in the name of Jesus. From enjoying it, 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So not just our children, but the children around the city, the nation. Do you get it? Yeah. I mean, you were planning some strange things before you got saved, though. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. You are operating in the ministry of darkness, MOD. <laughs> you are operating in the ministry of darkness. You get the point now? Yes. I mean, you could line three boys for Valentine. That's ministry of darkness. Do you get it? Until you saw the glorious light of the gospel. And that, that same darkness right now is covering somebody, a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's covering somebody. It's covering a child. Amen. So, I want us to pray for that spirit and bind it whatever it is um, it's a beautiful thing to see your children know Jesus early it's beautiful yeah, you have no idea you have no idea the trauma they've been saved from you have no idea the abuses they've been saved from you have no idea the 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 the, the damage the brokenness they have been saved from. Are you listening to me? So I want us to pray and bind such spirit. And maybe if God answers us, we'll see children coming to the Lord um, as a harvest. Praise God. Say this after me. Say, Father, I bind every spirit blinding the minds of children from receiving the glorious light of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus open your mouth and pray right now lift your voice and pray 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 Bora, 
Children of this nation, Lord, 
rescue our children from depravity, from debasement, from licentiousness. Deliver our children, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Father, we bless your name. Be glorified, Lord. We thank you that not just us, but our children and their children's children are on this mountain receiving favor receiving light receiving revelation for a family turnaround thank you lord that children will not become tears that we cry thank you lord that you're giving us a glorious future in jesus mighty name amen amen